are live, and this is Talking Sci-Fi. And your host, Sean and Randy. We want to open up with our first show's topic, um, and I've picked a good one. It's very sci-fi controversial, so I said, why not, since uh, we're, uh, we're in my big Star Trek studio here in Bartow, Florida, we're going to talk about Star Trek. But not just any Star Trek, we're going to talk about, wait for it, drum roll, Star Trek Discovery. Have you guys seen this show yet? I know it's on all access, you kind of have to pay for it, unless you know how to get around those things like my hacker friend Randy here does. Oh, <laughs> also Metallica shirt, oh, by the way, you. I love thank that. You. I got my, my uh, Sardinsky Metallica that. shirt awesome. Yeah, awesome. I know. I know. Master of Puppets, Master all-time puppets. favorite. It man. is, it's great. But anyway, Discovery. If you have not seen this program yet, um, when it first came out and they made all these rumors and hypes about a new Star Trek series that was going to be on an all-access CBS channel, which you have to pay for, I mentioned, which really, right off the bat, before I even heard anything about it, a little history for you, CBS aired the original Star Trek in the 60s and canceled it before the third season was over. They only did a few episodes into the 80s, and they said, nope, we're going to get rid of this. It came out in the 60s. It's too controversial. You have a black woman that's in a command position. You have an Oriental guy that's steering the Starship Enterprise. You have all these controversial things, so people aren't smart enough to uh, actually understand what this is. Do you know they were going to cancel the original Star Trek originally mm-hmm. before it even aired? Do you know who saved it? No, I don't. This is some trivia for you. Desi Lu Studios, wow. which is, of course, yeah. Desi Arnaz, yeah. Lucille Ball, saved Star Trek. Wow. They were the reason why we got to see the first three ep- first three seasons, seasons of Star Trek, the right. original episodes. So as you guys know that have watched this, Star Trek has went through a mutation starting from the original Star Trek in 1966 when the pilot premiered called The Cage, before Captain Kirk, Captain Pike, was on there. They went on, got canceled, disappeared for years, came out with Star Trek the motion picture for the big screen. Right. Big production, great uh, soundtrack, kind of leaned towards the original, I can use the word canon, you understand yeah. what that oh, means, yeah. don't you? Yes. Uh, of the original series, and I, it, it died. You know, it was. Can, can, I, can I stop you real sure. quick? Sure. Okay, because I, I was going to watch Star Trek. I was getting, trying to get into Star Trek and Star Wars at that time. Correct. And I'm, I don't know who proof watched these movies, but there is a scene that, as a kid, it really turned me off. Okay. And I don't know because kids are always wanting to see go go go. Right, right, right. But when when the captain was on his ship. You're talking about uh, one of the movies, or the yeah, tele- the first movie, okay, the first movie, okay, okay. The first movie, correct? Okay, motion is, picture. It seemed like it took 20 minutes <laughs> to get to <laughs> what's going on. Well, what I'm saying is just that ride. He's taking a shuttle with Mr. Scott. Yes, Scotty takes yes. him out to the Enterprise. It, it seemed like yeah. that one yes. scene is 20 minutes long. It does, and it's like. Wow, I, I can't sit here for this. Right. So that, that was one of the things. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't did you ever, have you ever finished that movie, or did you? No, I did it? finish the movie. It doesn't get much better, <laughs> and you know that. Yeah. And I love it. I, love, right. I put it on. I love the soundtrack. 
Um, the storyline is all right. We learn about some new aliens right. from the original Star yeah. Trek that we didn't know. But yes, they were trying to bring this, the series back. Right. So they went and did that, and then they said, well, that was kind of like, it did okay. Mm -hmm. Then they went and came back with Star Trek to the Wrath of Khan, which they <laughs> went back and bridged back to the original right. series to mm -hmm. Space Seed, where Ricardo Montalban, which right. is the actor that played uh, Khan, Nooney, and Singh. And I didn't know anything about any of that. Right. Prior you to did that. not watch the original so Star Trek. So Wrath of Khan, uh, Khan was amazing to me. Right. You know, right. so, but anyways. And we're bridging, we're getting to discovery, we're just yeah. laying some groundwork. Um, and then they did a few more movies, we can go into another show, we're kind of focusing on discovery, and I'm working to that because this is a very important point I need to make. When they did all this, tried to get the series back in line and everything, they were only being supported mostly by the old Star Trek fans. Right. They were the people that went to the movies, watched the new shows. Yes, they drew in some new people and all that. Then uh, a gentleman named J.J. Abrams and his film crew started to reboot the Star Trek series in the, uh, I think it was the early 2000s. Right. And uh, they made a movie called uh, Star Trek, just Star Trek, and it was basically the reboot of the crew, young. They changed a lot of things. It's made a lot of the older Star Trek fans a little upset. Um, they changed some storylines in that, if you've seen it. Um, I'm sure most of you guys have. I recommend it. Um, it's it's good. They did three of these movies, and they did a the second movie. They got the same feel, I think, of what you were saying about the Star Trek: The Motion Picture from right. the first J.J. Abrams Star Trek. Yeah. And they made a Wrath of Khan called Star Trek Into Darkness, which was about this guy that was. Uh, frozen, he was a criminal, and they unthawed him to, yeah. for him to get. And I don't want to give away anything if you haven't seen it. I don't recommend this movie if you're a huge Star Trek fan because it. But you've seen the remakes, and this is where I'm going with this. Okay, <laughs> Randy, how old are you? I'm 44. I was All right, born you're 44. 74. Right. Okay, I'm, I'm 52. Right. So there's a little bit of a gap, or a 10 year yeah. gap there. Right. So they made this discuss uh, um, uh, into darkness, and they try to redo the um, Rathacon storyline, and completely just took the original. Sorry, Mr. Uh, Montalban. Ripped out um, Khan's asshole pretty much, and plugged up another. Up at the end up in there and made it a completely different movie. Again, not my favorite of the Star Trek reboots. Now, um, Star Trek Beyond, which we can get into, was a little bit better. So it's moving on. This is my point about what Discovery is, because when Discovery came out, I started hearing all this hype about it. I did not want to watch it. They were talk, talk, getting into some controversial things of nowadays times, if you will. Right. And I said, what are they going to do with this Star Trek series? Right. Um, they showed. I saw my first picture of what a Klingon in Star Trek Discovery World looked like. Lost my freaking mind. It looked nothing like the Klingons from either the original, which were just some guys with makeup on with mustaches, Fu Manchu mustaches, mm -hmm. to a Klingon that had a bumpy ridged head, to Commander Worf on Star Trek The Next Generation. So we had this whole idea of what the Klingons were. Years of what the Klingons were. So all of a sudden, bam, warp speed, here comes Star Trek Discovery. We're going to change every damn thing. A lot of Star Trek fans are mad they didn't 
got mad because they did not follow canon from the original series. Right. And I was one of those fans. I lost my mind. <clears throat> right. But I'm going to tell you why they did this. Yeah. No, you go ahead. What you got? No, no. Got? Before you get into the discovery, yeah. I would like to point out that I didn't watch the original Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars. See, I got Star Wars always on the damn mind. <laughs> I know it. That was a slap, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I literally I, just slapped Randy's face. And I love this gremlin. I'm glad you put him it's in my side. It's not a gremlin. Oh, it's not? That is a furry, little, lovely little animal uh, from the original Star Trek called a Tribble. Yeah, see, I... Trouble with Tribbles. You need to do your research. Yeah, you're right. No, uh, I don't. No. So here's the deal. I didn't watch the original series, would you say, in the 60s before I was born? Correct, 66. 66. Okay. Yes. So I didn't watch that, and I have watched no Star Trek series. Mm -hmm. Okay? I right. started with the first motion picture. Did the Rathacon. There's some other ones in there where I cried when Spock died. Right. I was a kid. I can't remember. Right. Did he it die? Was Rathacon. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Spoiler okay. alert. Mr. Oh, Spock my God. Oh, no. But when they started talking to Wells in New York, I think it was. It was San Diego. Oh, California. Okay. okay. Shows you how Which much they I still talk to Wells in that place, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah, right. So. But I, I kind of. You lost say, it. I didn't lost my mind like you did. Right. But I was like, uh, I'm this not is not this. for me. Right. I'm not into this. Okay. So with that said, now let's get on to uh, the new movies. You mentioned them real quick. I know we're we're talking about Discovery, but right. I loved them. The whale movie you did not like. I did not like. Um, but you liked the new reboots by J.J. Abrams. Oh, love them. them. And you I like the them. one because and you've seen the original Wrath of Khan, and you still like In the Darkness. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. that blows my mind. Yeah, but that's I love fine, that. and everyone is entitled to their opinion. Okay. but this is you know right. I like a fun time in the theater, mm -hmm. and I feel like they they did a great job. And I, I'm telling you, seeing seeing him stealing his stepdad's car and and running it off the cliff, right? And the bar fight and the ride up with right. the doctor and firing the guy because he wouldn't step over the line. You, all that stuff, and then having him go to the space station Correct. to see, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just, oh, I love that stuff. And believe it or not, I loved the actor. Doctor Strange saved me on that actor. So, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, okay. Well, same actor. Right, yes, so, yeah. yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember his name. I call him Cucumber Patch. Because, to me, you know, I thought he was perfect for that role. Now, you're talking to somebody that didn't grow up watching all right. the the series right. and the whole backstories and all that stuff. So, anyways, I just want to give everybody a point of view. I love those movies. Well, just to point out, there's a few things I want to move on to Discovery because okay. yeah. that's yeah. what got most of our oh, talk. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you love the character that played uh, Khan right. in the second movie. Uh, 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 what's his first name? Cumberbatch is his, I, I'm losing it. I, I, I'm being in line. I'll, it'll come to me. So, you like Wrath of Khan. You like... The, the original Wrath of you like the reboot of kind of what they did there. You know, that had nothing, all that story had nothing to do with the original story. I had no clue of That's that. right. That yeah. is correct. Captain Kirk's dad. That right. I, I love that he part was, where he, he sacrificed. Right. right. Well, he didn't do that in the original Star Trek. In the original Star Trek, uh, Kirk's dad is still alive, George. Oh, oh okay. So it, uh, they changed a lot. And I understand. Right. If I get a hold of something and I want to make it mine, just like J.J. Abrams did, mm -hmm. I'm going to make it mine. And yeah. like, but you know, J.J. Abrams was more a Star Wars fan than he was a Star Trek. So he said, "Let me just get this out of the way, and then we'll move on to Star right. Wars." I agree. All right. Okay. So getting into Discovery, yes. we've touched on that yes. a little bit. We know where we stand. 
as I said, I did not care for Discovery. Mm -hmm. I didn't want nothing to do with it. I had friends watching it, telling me on Facebook, my Paul, my friend Paul from South Florida, he's like, don't do it, Sean, don't walk away. He would fill me in. But my good friend Larry Lawrence, mm -hmm. he was loving it. He loved it. And he's an original fan. So I had okay. two oh, okay. original fans, one hate, one love. So I'm like, it, my, it got my curiosity up. I went for the entire span of the first season of Discovery, not even looking at anything. Um, I'd read the post about it, which of course, if you guys are on social media and all that, that's the, the, the worst thing you can do is read someone else's opinion about something. Yeah. Especially the actual critics. So, correct. <laughs> so, you know, it went on and I waited for it to come out on DVD. Yeah. And I was in the big box store that starts with a W one day. Mm -hmm. And I seen it up there and it was like 30 bucks for this complete season. I took it and I said, you know, I'm curious. Yeah. So, my wife, Laura, and I, which is on the rocker with Star, Star Trek. She loves it, but there's a lot she does not know. Right. I'm getting to a point with what I'm saying here. Yeah, oh yeah. So, we watched it, and I... I, I uh, I was touched that they paid homage to a lot of original stuff, but they completely, like in the J.J. Abrams movies, right. flipped it and gave it a whole other asshole, yeah. you know, so yeah. they were getting on some really controversial topics now, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't stand it, it's, it's so PC and all that, and you know, I'm an, I'm an older guy, so you know, the PC thing I'm, I'm having to embrace, <laughs> being made to embrace. Right. So I went through it, you know, they touched on some things like the gay issue, the, the race issue, racial the, relationship, racial and things like, which yeah. is, I'm like, I wasn't mad about it, it's just like, no, Star Trek isn't about that. Then, they come after, out with Little Mermaid. Oh, no, don't, don't start that. <laughs> so I watched it a second time because... As you've also, because you just yep. recently watched Discovery yep. season one. Had no desire no to until right. I talked to Ryan Lord. Until you said, hey, we're going to do a podcast. What are we going to talk about? I said, let's do Star Trek Discovery. Oh, my God. I know nothing about Star Trek Discovery. <laughs> Can I borrow your episode? No, Randy really doesn't sound like that. Randy's more of a cookie monster. <laughs> Me want cookies. No, I'm just kidding. So, anyway, I always make fun of Randy's weight. Oh, I'm God. just like two pounds less weight than you are. So, a story for another time. So, Randy bars the... What is it? The gothic novels from comic book uh, yeah. that started that were filling in some hot spots, if you will, about the show. My wife, who is not a hardcore original Star Trek fan, she liked Deep Space Nine, she liked Voyager, didn't hardly watch any Next Generation. She read the little comic book and she got into it, and we were watching it, and I'm like, I just can't get into this show because right. it was so into what the Klingon people were doing and all their situation and I, I just couldn't get past it. My original my love for the original Star Trek was a was a wall. I didn't I didn't want nothing to do with it. So we watched it for a third time. Yes, people that know me, I watched Star Trek Discovery first season three times. It's but, on every TV and every room. It is not every house. Don't even in this whole house. <laughs> so my wife, Lori, sat there and explained it to me of because I got all lost in the Klingon. Yeah. Who is what? Why is this person? Yeah. What is it? I knew who the word Kales was. I knew all this. Again, hat tipping to the original, but not really following the storyline. So my wife actually sat down and explained it all to me, and then we watched it all, and then all of a sudden. Damn, I get this now. So I didn't love it. I was, I didn't want to really say I liked it, but I was a little bit better than when it first came out. So 
I got to thinking, you know, why, why am I not liking this show? Was it because I've let friends tell me their opinion of it, which was part of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Paul, but, you know, that happens. <laughs> that happens. Um, but I got past that, and I started thinking, why was I mad about all the controversial stuff with the black woman on the bridge, like Lieutenant Uhura in the past? And I'm like, and I'm like they're touching on today controversial things. Yeah. Back in the 60s, they were touching on 60s controversial things. So that really hadn't changed. Right. Star Trek has always been out front when it comes to touching on subjects and making people right. understand. Because, you know, in the 24th century, 22nd century, wherever each Star Trek show is originated from, there's peace and harmony, which there isn't. But right. still, Earth is a different place than it is now. And... Um, not touching on a socialism thing, but in the Star Trek world, if you follow it, Earth comes together because of World War III happens, and it wipes out a lot of the population, so they have to rebuild. It's one of the Star Trek movies you'd have to watch one day. And that's your next uh, lesson. Right. I don't oh, yeah. give you all those movies unless you watch yeah, that. Yep. So I started thinking, why are so many people liking this show? And why are so many people hating this show? Mm -hmm. And I finally figured it out, and thanks to my good friend Randy here, was the <clears> reason why. It's the generation gap. It is. You didn't watch the original Star Trek, so you had no idea. Mm -mm. And your so, wife gave me the book to read. Yep. And did you did you did you even read? The oh, book? absolutely. You read the book. I can't think of the name of the graphic novel. Oh man, really um, awesome. It blew my mind. And I am actually a Klingon fan in a way. Right. As long as Takovma, or however you say it. Don't give away too much. Oh, uh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Okay. I like when all the houses are together and they're trying to, to do right in a sense. But then you have this faction that does, screw it. We want to conquer the universe. Kind right. Of thing, exactly. You know? So And the Klingons in the original were kind of similar to that as well. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, that's why the difference is. My love for my love for the original series. Mm -hmm. I hate to say this, this is like a religion to me. I can quote it from right. the back of my hand, as Mr. Scott would say. But uh, and that was in the uh, Whale movie, so you would not have known all that reference. Well, was. I watched the Whale movie. I just don't remember. I take that back. It was not the Whale movie. Oh, okay. It was in Star Trek Five, actually. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> that's why I have, and I think a lot of my friends are hardcore Trekkies have a problem with Discovery because yes. They've taken it and ripped it apart. I have a really good friend that used to be over the uh, Star Trek fan club out of Orlando, Norm. He comes to Star uh, Sci-Fi Bartow, which is one of our sponsors, by the way, Sci-Fi Bartow. February 15, 2020, be there, it's awesome. He actually put a post on Facebook and he said, because everybody was trashing, trashing. on Discovery, yep. and he goes, this is the new way of Star Trek. We're not gonna go back. They're never no. gonna go back and recreate, because. A lot of the cast yeah. members, uh, Michelle Nichols, this yep. weekend is doing her last convention, and she's hanging it up because she's older. Yeah, you know, George Takei came and hugged her at the South, uh, the con, the convention was in South Florida this weekend, just to say hello, and and she's hanging it up. So, and you know, we've lost. Linda Namoy, mm -hmm. Mr. Spock, we've lost uh, uh, DeForest Kelly, uh, Dr. McCoy, we've lost Scotty, and a lot of, they're dropping. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, you know, Shatner, he's pushing 80 right now, you yeah. know, but he's a, he's a fit guy. <clears throat> so, 
and Norm was saying, we're going to have to accept this. Yes, the Klingons are different. They were different in the J.J. Abrams movies yeah. that you were watching. They're a lot different in Discovery. Season 2 is out now of Discovery, mm -hmm. which I have not seen one episode right. of. Mm -hmm. haven't heard anything about, but I see niblets, if you will, on Facebook about, oh, I like what they did with the Klingons with the hair, because... The Klingons and Discovery are bald. Right. They are just ridges. So I'm thinking, huh. And then they said, oh, Sean, you got to go and walk. You'll love second season better because it's more like the original Star Trek. I'm like, so what has made these people change? Well, I, I before you jump into that, sure. I would like to point out that there is a petition going around to get CBS to give it to somebody different that knows about Star Trek. Really? And that blows my mind. Because CBS is the ones that canceled it in the first place in the 60s. No, 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 I understand that. But what I'm saying is I like the show, and I, it's hard to believe that somebody would go as far to get thousands of signatures mm -hmm. to say, hey, you don't deserve this. Right. And they sunk all this money into it, and it is to me it is a fantastic show. It is a visually pleasing show with the effects and everything, but, and again... The way I'm going, it's a generational gap. Yeah. Younger kids today want to see the newest thing. It goes all the way down to cell phones. Mm -hmm. They don't want some flip-open cell phone or a big brick-looking cell phone. They want yeah. the latest technology. So if you do a Star Trek series, right. you're going to bridge it to please the younger generation. My 12, and, right, my 12 and 17-year-old love it. Yes. So, you let your 12 and 17... That's very... There's cussing and stuff on there. So this is what just blows my mind. And it, and it eased my heart of Targ heart when I started realizing, well, it is our new Star Trek. I don't have to accept it as right. the religion that I have followed, if you will. Right. But it's for the young people. And it's all about the Benjamins. It's about money. Yeah, it you is. Look at the bridge of the USS Discovery, which is the main ship yeah. that uh, has all this weird technology that they... Not trying to give me any spoilers, but they have something different than warp drive they use, and they use a giant dust bunny as the as the power source. And I love it. It is. It I looks like it, a dust man. bunny. It does. It's a I big am, dust yeah. bunny, and I'm like, wow. And then, of course, they take the most popular episodes of all the Star Trek series, which is the Mirror Universe episodes, the alternate, and that's what they go off with with Discovery. It's like yeah. three, four episodes, isn't it? Yeah. And then they bridge it on to the to the very end. So, and then, you know, they start feeling the, the butt hurt at the end, I think the producers or yep. directors did. So they bring in Jonathan Frakes, which mm -hmm. is from uh, Next Generation, yep. actor Riker. He starts directing a few episodes. So they start changing it that way, because Frakes is a great director, in my opinion. So they change it in that direction a little bit, and at the end of Discovery, the original Enterprise shows up. They've changed it a little bit, too. Was not happy with it, but... <laughs> Visually, it's really awesome to look at, but history-wise, you look at an original Star Trek episode, Randy, I know you've never seen one, but when they're walking down the halls and everything, yeah. you can see plywood, and you can see Christmas lights blinking, and you can see all different, because right. that was the technology right, of right, the right. day. I've now they have CGI yeah. and all that. You know, yeah, I got you. Yeah. What, let me ask you this. What do you love about Star Trek Discovery? Okay, first of all... What I like about it, I feel like it is more about war and not out exploring. And I think as a kid, yeah, they had fights back in the old days, right. okay? But I feel like this series is pushing to war, and that's why I liked the other S movie. 
Mm-hmm. Okay? It was all about taking over, and it was about war, and I didn't get that feel as a kid right. from Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Okay? It was like, we're here to discover. We're not going to interrupt these people, and we're going to make their lives better without them knowing we're here. And I kind of like, uh, you take the Abrams movies, okay? Yes. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was, but they're on a planet, and they're running through the white woods, and the red people are chasing right. them, mm-hmm. you know? And for the people to see them, to to, to run the ship out of the water, yes. and the, the technology. I'm a techie person. Yeah. Like, okay? okay? So when I go back and I watch the guns and the explosions in the ship in the old Star Trek, yeah, yeah, it is kind of cheesy and fun to watch now. Right. But back then, looking at that versus now where the technology is, you know, it comes out of the clouds, it comes mm-hmm. out of the water. Right, right, right. And I just love that technology feel, and I feel like that the lead actor, and I think she is the perfect person for that. Okay? Okay. And, and a lot of people don't Michael, like that. Michael, you're talking yes, about. Yes, Michael. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and the reason why I feel like she's the perfect person for that, I like her, her I, I just like her character and her, uh, what, do, what do you call it, her... Persona? Her, yeah, her persona, her mannerisms, her being blamed, when really I'm not sure she should be blamed. No, she shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly And what she you're has to put up with that and... And I don't know, man. I just I can't describe other than the way they take off in warp is different. And I know a lot of people had a lot of problems with that. Right. I love it. I think it is fantastic. And I think they're there to, to, to kind of try to draw in some millennials. More people my age is going to side like you right. in the beginning. Right. Okay. But because I didn't watch Star Trek, I really dig this. And, you know, it's hard for me to describe why I dig it so much. It's because, and like I said, it's it's going towards a, a certain, a different age group. Right. Just like I'll give you a great example. Rambo First Blood. Okay. Great movie. Yep. You know, loved it, thought mm-hmm. it was great, had a storyline. So as the years go by, actor gets older mm-hmm. and older and older and does these movies. And now they do Rambo Last Blood. Yeah. It was like Grandpa out there beating the <laughs> soldiers. I'm like, there's only so much they can do. And the same thing with Star Trek. And I was mentioning, the actors are getting older and older. Oh, no. And, you know, young people aren't going to go up and see Captain Kirk, William Shatner, yeah. on the bridge of an Enterprise. And years like, old. Uh, who's, uh, who's this old guy? I want something hip now. And that's yeah. just the way it is. Yeah. And I understand. Some of us, <clears throat> older people, generation... We're going to be left behind. Yeah. And if we want to enjoy a show, we're going to have to look past some things. Yeah. You know, a lot of things are hard to look past because I've had arguments with people that not only is uh, Discovery a lot different and visual and stuff, but the stories are not as good. I think they got good stories. I, I, think, they, I think they need to leave the original Star Trek alone. And this is where you come in because you've never seen it. Right. They, they bump on original Star Trek a lot. There's a character that had showed up that was a, kind of a pirate kind of guy, and they, and they met him in the prison yep. camp. Oh yes, yeah. Hardcore yeah. Flint and Mud, Harry Mud. Right. There was a whole. There were two episodes about him in the original, and he was pretty much just like a whimsical character that would not harm a fly, but he liked money and all right. that. So they made Harry Mud and Discovery this intergalactic terrorist, pretty right. much. Star Lord. He's killing people. <laughs> no. Yeah, Star Lord, <laughs> killing people and innocent animals and stuff like you know, and I like. 
Just leave it alone. Don't even revisit it. Come right. up with storylines because yeah. original Star Trek was on a five-year mission. We only had three years and 87 episodes to visit this five-year mission. Yeah. So there were other missions that were going on. I think Discovery, to keep everybody happy, which is impossible, should have focused on the other episodes that they didn't ever show, the ideas they had. Right. Like instead yes. of saying... You're talking about the Klingon War. Right. That never happened in the original Star Trek. Okay. This is what happened. Um, the Klingons were being a bunch of assholes. Yeah. Okay, pretty much like the Klingons usually are. I love Klingons. Sorry to my Klingon friends because y'all know Kapla. I have the tattoo yeah, and everything. He does. Don't worry yeah. about it. I love the Klingons. <laughs> but they were being assholes and they said, we're going to take over the Federation and run into their thing. So they run up on this planet with these people on it called the, Arga the Organians. Mm -hmm. And they were peaceful people that had developed so far into technology they didn't like technology. And they got rid of it because they were spiritual beings that were pure energy. Right. Spoiler alert, original Star Trek. Uh, but they were they were beyond what humanity was at the time oh, of the okay. original Star Trek. I got you. So the Klingons started taking over that planet. Yeah. The Federation was there because um, it had uh, dilithium crystals there, and which yeah. is their power source. So the Arganians, they just threw down this one card at the Klingons because they were about to go to war. The Enterprise, There was a, a, a battle cruiser coming in on the Enterprise in orbit of, this, of, of Organia. And so the Organians stood up and said, that's it. And they made everything that had anything to do with war extremely hot to the touch. Oh. So their Kirk and Spock are fixing to fight the Klingons. The Klingons had their uh, phase pistols and we had our uh, phasers. And all of a sudden they dropped and I'm like, what is it? And they went to hit each other and their fists it's got hot. Oh, okay. And everyone on the Enterprise stood up because their seats got hot. They said, we're ending your war. The Organians said, we're ending your war. And we don't want any violence. And then this is, as I speak to you, I speak on the Earth Federation home planet and the Klingon home planet. Never said Kronos. They never said Kronos oh, okay. in the original Star Trek, only in the movies. So, which is, you know, you recognize that yeah. name from Discovery. Um, and that's how that ended. So the rest of the original Star Trek, when they ran into Klingons, they didn't fight. They were just, you know, right. doing minor things. So yeah. for Discovery to reach into that, that's different. Yes, and so that's what I like. About. I understand yes. that you're going to see the Klingon War, which yes. they've spoke about up until that point. But that's how they ended on on uh, original Star Trek. Well, we're done with it. No more war. But now in Discovery, it's still going on. It goes right. on to the very last episode of the first right. season, and it goes into the second season. Yes. So what? And I I agree with you 100 percent from your perspective of not being an original Star Trek fan. Discovery is pleasing to you. Yes, very. So. Um, I, I think that's that's great. I just wish they would leave the original storylines alone. Okay, what about little plugs here and there? Would you be okay with that? What kind of little plugs? Just a, a little little plugs like the trip. Yeah, just something small that's not big in the storyline, but you go a mention. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, so just like when you go into a, a, a Captain Gabriel's mm -hmm. uh, ready room, as they yep. release all into war things. I don't want to give anything away if you have not watched Discovery yet, but you'll hear a tribble cooing in the background. They never show it, but it's like doing in the background, right, right, you know. Yeah. Like, and people that have, have never watched the original Star Trek say it, they wouldn't even get that. Oh, what is that noise? Do you right. not even not even cross your mind? You didn't pay attention to it until I brought it up earlier today. Well, so. well, I had heard it because you had did it in a video for Sci-Fi Barto that I videoed for. Right, us. I remember we that. did a video. Oh yeah, Sci-Fi Barto, uh, February fifteenth, Saturday, uh, from uh, ten. I'm sorry, eleven to six. 
third Saturday of February. Check it out. All right, shameless plug over. Go ahead. I have to plug that because that's why thousands of people believe me. Thousands of people show up. So. Yeah. Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, triples. triples. Okay. If so, you don't get it right, I'm, I'm going to kick your ass. It's a triple. I know where you're going. I know. I'm just messing with you. I know you are. <laughs> but are you okay with little plugs like yes. that? Yes. You know, okay, because Abrams kind of did that in the new S series, and well, they had tribbles in um, the J.J. Uh, Abrams movie you love that I hate, the uh, uh, In the Darkness. Doctor McCoy yep. was testing the blood on mm -hmm. the tribbles, and it yep. was you know killing them, and he finally found it, and was like, "All right, this, this is that's way." But see, they yeah. they did that. That was a blatant. I don't even want to get into the J.J. Abrams. We'll stick with this guy. Yeah, I got you. But yeah, yeah, the tip of the hat now and then would be great. But yeah. just don't blatantly bring in something just yeah. because, you know, it's going to attract the old Star Trek people. Right, because it kind of seems like it's being forced. Because us old yeah. Star Trek people are <laughs> laughing at you guys about that. And like, oh my God, I can't... Not all of us. I won't. Know. I don't want to speak for our, our entire uh, religious yeah. organization of Trekkies, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah. a little bit here and there is great. Even in the opening, when they do the theme song, mm -hmm. they'd only play like four chords of the original Star Trek yeah. music at the very end. Yeah. And if you ever watch it, you'll get what I'm saying. And they do throw Gene Roddenberry's name up there, which yeah. is the creator of Star Trek. Yes. And this is why we have shows like Discoveries, because Gene Roddenberry has went on to higher places. And one of his stipulations was he didn't want to have, when he was doing Star Trek, he didn't want renegade Starfleet officers. What's Michael? Oh, yeah. Okay. He didn't want um, gratuitous sex and things like that, even yeah. though he was kind of a... He, he he liked it himself. Yeah. And what do you have in Discovery? You got gay relations, which is fine. Not saying it, but, he, but you have a, a promiscuous character that goes and goes to a strip club and has... A threesome, pretty much, with, yes. with with some Orions, yeah, and and, th and a lot of sexual innuendos. Um, there's one part where they eat another crew member. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll leave that out there. But when Roddenberry passed away, towards I think it was the end of uh, Deep Space Nine or the middle of Deep Space Nine, things started changing in the Star Trek world. Even on Deep Space Nine and then Voyager, they had renegade Starfleet officers. Then you have Discovery. And yeah. it's totally dumped the Roddenberry bucket out and flushed it down the toilet, in right. my opinion. Yeah. But I'm sorry if I'm upsetting some people out there, but you know, this is just two guys talking yeah. about sci-fi and science fiction. Mm -hmm. We don't have some of the names right. We don't have some of the actors' names because that's a lot to remember, especially at my age. Mm -hmm. There is one thing I did not like about. It. I love them, right? But I felt like they made Kurt cheating on the test a bad person. Well, that was actually part of the original story. Oh, it was. Yes. Kirk, and there's a great book called the Kobayashi Maru. Yeah. And you've seen it when you watch the original Wrath of Khan. And young lady, Robin Curtis's character, Savick was taking the test, the Kobayashi Maru, which is a simulation of what right. would happen. Right, if you And remember. they have set this test up to have no possible way you can get out of it. Right. So... Kirk, whose motto is, I don't believe in the no-win situation, situation right. um, he decided to go in there, and he talks about it in Wrath of Khan. Yeah, oh, yeah. And yeah. ironically, he's eating an apple like the Kirk from J.J. Abrams when he's talking about this, yeah. which is really funny. And he's like, I think it was Bone said, you're looking at the only Starfleet cadet that ever beat the no-win scenario. 
And, and she goes, well, how, how did you do it? Sally goes, how do you do it? He goes, I cheated. I, I made the test so I could win. Because what they were giving me, there's always a way out of every situation. There's always a way out of a situation. Yeah. Oh, my God. But anyway, that's what that was. So when they bridged into that, into the J.J. Abrams movie, that is actually was part of the original right. story. I didn't see it. I didn't even realize that. And they haven't gotten to that in Discovery because we are pre-Captain Kirk in Discovery. Right. Now, I'm going to tell you something Discovery did that I thought was really kind of cool. When, gosh, what is the first officer's name? The alien guy? The guy that has the gangula that sticks up yeah. on his neck? Gosh, I've heard, it sounds like Sulu, but it's not Sulon or something. Sorry, can't remember. I've met uh, Doug Jones, which plays that yeah. character many okay. times, and that's who that is. But he said, he was trying to figure out what, when he got actually, and you remember this part when he, they made him captain mm -hmm. of the Discovery. He's yeah. like, show me all the previous captains and the way they were. Their percentage and, of a, yes. yes. And they yeah. showed the board and it had all the original characters. Captain April, which was the actual first captain of the Starship mm -hmm. Enterprise was on there. Christopher Pike. Pike. yeah. And then they had Archer on there. And okay. Captain Archer was in... Enterprise, okay. which is another series, series of right. But you would love that. I, well, I've already made my mind up. After liking this, yeah. I'm going back. If you watch Enterprise, if you're not a star, original Star Trek mm -hmm. fan, it's a lot like Discovery in a way because they come off a of left field and they're trying to show what it was like. The ship has better technology mm -hmm. than the ship that's actually newer than theirs and all of that. Right. So, But anyway, Discovery, I'm giving it another chance. It's not in my top... 10 of favorite Star Trek episodes or movies. I like where it's going and uh, I hope it continues. There is talk of a third season already. So when I watch second season, which comes out in November on Blu-ray DVD, I'm gonna give it another chance and I'll probably watch it three or four times just to, and as I like to say, wrap my head around the situation. Right. Oh yeah, you know, and then so. we'll definitely have to come on here and, and talk we'll follow about up because there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. And again, I want to tell you guys, as we told you in our first podcast, we're just a couple guys uh, talking sci-fi. Yep. And, you know, yeah, there's people going out there, oh, I can't believe you can't remember Dr. Strange's real name, Cumberbatch. I still can't remember. <laughs> I wouldn't even first. know. I know. I call it <laughs> and things, and I understand that, but this is we're just regular guys. Yeah, this is man. what makes us good for this podcast and why we're being something different. Yeah. You know, we're not sitting there and studying up and... All that, not knocking any other podcasts. You guys are great. We watch a lot of you guys out there. Oh, yeah, we want to put a whimsical kind of funny spin on it. It's more yeah. of a comedy show than it is like, oh, and tell details. It's like just two guys talking about sci-fi and how we think about it. We got a big 10-year generation gap between Randy and I, and I just thought it would be a really great idea to talk about Discovery because I've already figured it out. It's for a younger generation. Yeah. Not that 42 is young or anything, right. but still, yeah. I see where you're coming from. You like the action. You've been, yeah. you love action war. movies. I want you like, war. Yes. Yeah. And it's all about your taste, too. Yeah. You know, so I liked the original Star Trek. It was not all about, I like the war part. I love my most top five episodes have something to do with the, uh, actually using the ship to fight either a, a giant cornucopia in mm -hmm. space or, you know, chasing, uh, being held in orbit by a giant ghost hand, which was a great episode. 
I'm 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 bothering people that watch Star Trek right now because they know what I'm talking about. They're like, you know what that was. But um, I love it. I like the Trouble with Tribbles episode, yeah. which which you know if you watch, you would not like because it's like the Whale movie. Oh, okay. Because it's uh, them talking to tr- these furry things pretty much. It's all about them. I got Because Tribbles, Gremlins, as Randy calls them, <laughs> because he's an idiot. No, I'm just kidding. They multiply right. like Gremlins, yeah. but they eat and they multiply and they don't have to get wet. So. One treble can produce thousands of these things, and it's it's a lot of fun. But I discovery it's merging for me because I think they're going to start trying to be like more like the original Star Trek, which is going to do one of two things to me. I'm either going to hate it more, or I'm going to like it a little bit. Right. Because you know I don't I don't like them stepping on something. And and when we get into our future podcast about remakes and reboots, we'll discuss this, but. Come up with something original, people. Yeah. Even if it is Star Trek, there's so many different storylines. Even, you know, and a lot of people say, well, Next Generation talked about original Star Trek, but, but they stuck with the the timeline and the, and the canon. Even Voyager did and Deep Space Nine. Enterprise, not so much because they actually, uh, and uh, my Star Trek fans will know this, but the creatures that are in Star Trek called the Borg, they're like a cybernetic zombies I know you like yeah. zombies oh yeah um, they did not come into play until next generation but Enterprise which was set before original Star Trek they had an encounter with the Borg then and oh, never mentioned okay. it so and and just come up with your own ideas right. is all that I can tell you so. yeah. oh. blow your mind even one step further <laughs> there is an animated series of Star Trek I that, they had no clue it's actually kind of a continuation of the three-year mission yeah. of the original ones and a lot of the actors are voice oh, the voice wow okay. and they revisit they, they put some closure on a few things and yeah. and it's made for saturday morning it was on at the same time that land of the lost and hr puff and oh, stuff okay. one of those shows yeah, oh yeah not the remakes with will smith and all that oh. but the older stuff no i don't remember yeah, before you were born so <laughs> But it's made for kids, you know. Yeah. But um, that's something else you need to look into. Yeah. So we're doing good on time. Or yeah, we we're. Oh, oh we're uh, forty-five minutes. So All right, we better well, wrap better it up. up. You I'll better get our sponsors in here. I will. Uh, real quick, uh, Sci-Fi Bartow mm-hmm. cups are available. A thirty-ounce uh, stainless steel cup made by J and E Creations. You can find them on Facebook. You can uh, throw up the logo for the for a forty thirty-ounce and forty-ounce. So a thirty-ounce is thirty, forty-ounce is forty. And that includes shipping in the United States for free. So get these before Sci-Fi Bartow. They're going to, they'll keep hot beverages hot all day and cold beverages cold all day. How does that know? Um, it's stainless steel. Oh. It's what it is. That's what I've been drinking out. Um, SNL Restaurant in uh, yeah. Lakeland, Florida. Check them out. Best hamburgers in the world. Their burgers find. are addicting. They are very addicting. Um, best, uh, cleanest restaurant you'll ever be in in your life. My sister-in-law owns it. Um, not plugging it because she's related. I ate there before I knew I was related to her. Mm-hmm. So you got um, an old license plate laying around. Yep, they'll Bring take it, it up in. and hang on the wall. It's really awesome. Yep. Randy will throw up the information for that yep. as well. And uh, hope to see you on our next show. We have a big surprise next show. Can yep. I hint it a little yeah, bit? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We have a special guest mm-hmm. coming to the microphone. Godzilla. We're gonna talk Godzilla. <laughs> I'm licking the microphone, that's what you're hearing. Godzilla. And we're going to talk about other giant monsters. Um, so, yeah, one of the big debates between me and you is: is Stay Puff is he really a giant monster? Is the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man a giant monster? Tune into our next podcast and find out 
the answer to that questions and other things on Talking Sci-Fi with Sean and Randy. See you next time, guys.